Chris Walking, joined again by Glynis Prue, uh, ex-CEO, MD of Hunters, and now uh, Training and Development Director for the Property Franchise Group. Um, Glynis, you said in the car on the way to the studio that you believe that PropTech uh, is falling behind a state agency that's not fit for purpose. Why do you say that? I think if you look at a lot of other service industries, their prop tech is way, way in front of ours. Yes. So, for example, you know, um, I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, they, they work in software. And this software training um, can actually distinguish if somebody, if a customer brings up a competitor. If the customer brings up a competitor, you press that button, it will show you all the different USPs that you have versus that competitor. We are miles away from that. Not that I'm saying that necessarily we need to go to that tomorrow, but what I am saying is we need more than just a database. We need to really move on. Do you think, do you think it's the CRM? I mean, it all comes back to the CRMs. Do you think the, the, the issue is the CRMs and their inability to open up their services to add in prop tech? Yeah. That's yes, what... I do. Yes, I do. I think they need to really move on because if they don't, I actually think that somebody might come into the industry and take it from beneath the feet because otherwise what will happen okay. is CRMs will merely become big Excel spreadsheets with names of... It's interesting because, I mean, there are firms like Repit who have opened up their back, their back doors with regard to the, their foundations, which allow a two-way integration. But you talk to these people and they say there's hundreds and hundreds of prop tech firms approaching them and we just haven't got the time no. to integrate all of them all at the same time because some, most of them are going to be bust in five months' time. Mm. Well, that's, that's true. Uh, and there is, um, you know, a wealth of different prop tech companies. Having said that, um, I do think that there is a huge opportunity for a prop tech and CRM uh, either together or separately, because there are various stages within the transaction. I mean, in an ideal world, in Happy Valley, what, what piece of kit or kit would you love to see that a CRM could do to make a state agent's life easier? Well, obviously, I've got to go back to the home buying and selling group for that, really, and the and the upfront uh, information because I think that that's a huge gap between from when the vendor puts the property on the market to when you know the uh, the offer completes. It's not it's not complicated, but we make it complicated and really what there should be in this that faffing middle, about with one you almost got to show your passport to I, three or four different people yeah and, you do what a load of faff that is i know i mean as an estate agent how many times have you know has it happened that you get to the day or the day before they're supposed to complete and they say oh we haven't got the id well how can that be the case um so that but that's a big chunk of it and really, that should be interoperable between all the different stakeholders. So the buyer can see where the transaction is up to. The seller can see. The estate agent can see. You know, the conveyance, all, all of them, through, you know, a portal. It would be so much easier if that was done through a CRM. OK, but, but then you're, you're dealing with just over 20,000 estate agents, 13,000 firms. There needs to be almost, you know, a, a one clearly defined system between us all, 
or some kind of Bluetooth that enables different yes. people's systems to, to talk to each other. Yeah. Do you think there's, there's anything out there that's caught your eye that could do that? Well, I think the other group that's in the home buying and selling group is the data trust framework. So the way that that works, that data is interoperable. It can be trusted because the other issue is that, you know, if you and I run separate software companies or, we're, you know, yeah. you're a conveyancer and I'm, you know, I'm a conveyancer working for the other party, can we trust the data? So that's a big part of it. They've got that there. I think there are some companies that are coming through. Um, that will be able to, hmm. you know, tap into that. Um, but I do think that it is strange that we are, this is now, you know, 2022, and we this this um, conveyancing process has been, you know, elongated for the past oh, six no. or seven years, and yet nobody has coming through to say this is the absolute tech solution and that's why i think we're falling behind because i think we need to ratchet it up so is it the responsibility of a prop tech firm to say come on and grab estate agents or is it the job of say organizations like prop mark property mark or even like the guild to, to, to say come on guys we need as a collective need to do this because there's no one big encompassing organization that can no. grab all these agents and say come on let's do this yeah no. Well, I think that's true. Um, and I think it's a huge opportunity. If I was okay. part of a prop tech company, I think it's a huge opportunity at the moment. And then I think that it is about the communication. And, but it's also about stakeholders, be they conveyances mm. or conveyances mm. or estate agents, taking on that opportunity mm. as well. Because tech is an enabler. It's an accelerator. It's not, you know, an end in itself. And probably finally, I think the home buying and selling group could you could be a bit better with your PR. Yeah, it's not a criticism, but no, get I a bit more people true. on board. So. Fair cop, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you for your time today. No, thank you, Chris. Thank you.